last time on Universe RJ. So he's not the bad guy? Who's the bad guy's Hydro Man? Is, is it Hydro? I hate it. Did you see that IGN Twitter post where it's like, it's not Aquaman? Bitch, we know. Bitch. <laughs> yes. Do you mean Namor, who's part of the the Marvel Universe? There's not so many the names universe? that they could have chosen. Sounds like a good time to me. Oh, Greetings, yeah. humans, and welcome to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. I am Jonas the Brown. He's brown as fuck, and I am Rex the Black. Oh, the blackest motherfucker in the room. Black as night, dark as pitch. Yeah! <laughs> Intense! Oh, God, I got the hiccups from screaming too loud. That's possible? I guess. Okay. <laughs> it only happened uh, for a second. Shit. Oh. Okay. Uh, so we're going to keep this episode short, so I am starting a 30-minute timer right now. Oh, God. We are not going to uh, 30 minutes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, we're not going to do 30 minutes. It's just 30 minutes before I, you know, we, I'm like, hey, it's been 30 minutes. Let's start, you know, finishing Wrapping up. Wrapping it. Yeah, and then we'll, right. like, do – we're going to do our also nerdy news at the end of this as well. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, what was that voice? Fucking <laughs> no! I have no clue. No sidetracking. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So today, guys, we are uh, taking uh, another fan cast moment here. So Rex recently read in uh, comic book news, as did I. I, I saw it earlier today, uh, where Kevin Smith talked about wanting to do a wanting there to be a Batman Beyond movie, and I think Rex and I both agreed that that would be a great idea. That would be like, so tight. Batman Beyond was one of the greatest cartoons ever to come out of DC. And it's it was weird that it was great because like the whole formula for that should have been terrible. Yeah. But it was Because amazing. it's not Bruce Wayne. It's not Bruce Wayne. It's a kid that's the like a punk. He's a delinquent piece of shit and he ends up becoming Batman and like kills it. Fucking nails the shit out of it because it's a coming of age story but it's like he's coming of age but he's also a superhero which yeah. is the best kind of superhero a la spider-man my hero academia uh star kid no we're not talking about star kid star kid are we talking about star kid the the movie where the kid goes into a robot body yeah <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so Old, it's such an ass pool. Nobody remembers Star Kid. We need to we need to watch that movie and review it. <laughs> Honestly, that movie I want to watch it again because the part where he eats food and he forces the kid <laughs> to eat the food that he ate that was amazing. Oh, and man. like seeing the fa- that's like the first Iron Man like talking to his uh, robot body kind of thing. Fuck yeah. interface interface is what I'm talking about. Starkid did it first. Iron Man. Starkid did first. Get sued. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, guys, uh, we're just gonna give you a quick rundown of uh, Batman Beyond. 
Rex, do you want to do it? Or you want me to do it? Uh, you can do it. I did it last okay. time. So, uh, if you guys don't know what Batman Beyond is, it is basically uh, Bruce Wayne is in the future. He's gotten so old he can no longer be Batman. He even created a new type of uh, suit with that's futuristic, has uh, uh, camouflage, flight ability, sm- uh, weapons are easier to hide, stuff like that. he has, like, super strength and shit, too, doesn't he? Super strength as well, yeah. Um, But he's gotten old. He realizes this. He hangs up his his cowl. uh, And then we follow uh, a young gentleman named Terry McGinnis, who is... He's kind of a punk. He's, like... He's he's kind of a trouble kid, uh, and he he do, he doesn't really respect his fa- his mom and dad that much. Um, and then he has a little brother named Matt. And then you find out his dad is killed, and he is upset about this. And he's chased down by the Jokers, uh, and the Jokers are he's chased out of the Jokers to this old house with a gate. And when Terry is getting beaten up by the Jokers. Uh, Batman comes out of not Batman, Bruce Wayne comes out of nowhere out of the shadows and starts beating the shit out of these Joker wannabes and chases them away and then he starts having some heart problems. Terry ends up bringing Bruce Wayne back to his mansion finds out that he's Batman and then he realizes, oh, I can be Batman I'll be your I'll be your Batman and you be my Alfred, basically. Pretty much. So, uh, Bruce Wayne decides to take this kid under his wing make him his kind of chaperone, almost. Uh, dry, have him drive Bruce Wayne around because Bruce Wayne is still in charge of, Bruce, of Wayne Enterprise so that's how we get that dynamic and throughout the seasons you find Bruce, you find Terry McGinnis trying to uh, avenge his father in a way by uh, cleaning up the city because uh, you know Gotham is a shit town and he becomes the Batman uh, it only lasted three seasons and you find out in Justice League Unlimited epilogue the last episode of Justice League Unlimited that Terry McGinnis is actually the son of Bruce Wayne through DNA manipulation <laughs> manipulation if that's a word um, and it's actually a kind of sweet moment at the end where Terry is like oh he's my dad and like Bruce is old old in this episode like he's old he's like 90 <laughs> and he can't even drink soup and he's like I got you. Don't worry. I'll, I'll I'll take care of you. Stuff like that. So that's where we are, and that's Slip. what we're gonna do. So this episode, we are going to fan cast Terry McGinnis, Batman, aka Bruce Wayne. He's he 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 is Batman. He even says it in one of the episodes that he doesn't call himself Bruce Wayne in his mind. He calls himself Batman, um, which is weirdly narcissistic, but very in line <laughs> with Bruce. It is. Because Bruce Wayne is the mask. Yes. Batman is who he is. Um, we're going to do Terry's best friend, Max, who is this... Uh, uh, she's like cool, super smart. She's, she's cool, hip, but she's super smart. And she's like... She literally is the first person to figure out that he's fucking Batman. Yeah. And I think she ends up being like the Oracle in the comic books. Yeah, she starts helping him out. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to do uh, Terry's girlfriend, Dana. And and we're going to do his first real enemy uh, named Blight, a.k.a. Mac, uh, I want to say Max Powers. Derek Powers, sorry. Derek, Derek Powers. Powers. I think he has a son um, named Max Powers. I think I was just looking at Max's name, Max Gibson. 
Yeah. Uh, but Rex, if uh, who do you want to start with? I think we should start with the least important. Well, not least important, but like least high on the food chain characters, which would be like Dana, in my opinion. Okay. Uh. Dana is Terry's girlfriend, as you said, and I had the idea of, like, well, we need, like, someone, because Dana is Asian, um, mm-hmm. we need, some like, a young, prominent Asian actress, and, mm-hmm. like, the, the, go- I, I feel like, uh, God, I know her name, do you know it? This is why I said that earlier, her name is Lana Condor, you know who she is, right? Oh, Lana Condor, yeah. Yeah, I know. God, she's so beautiful. Yeah, uh, that's probably why I called Dana and Lana earlier before we started recording because I was like, yeah. "Oh, Lana Condor, yeah, she could, do, she could La- do it." Lana Condor, she has been a badass recently in um, that new uh, TV show she's in, uh, Deadly Class. Deadly Class. The first episode's free on YouTube right now. If you want to watch it, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, um, we could do a review about that if you want. Uh, <laughs> but she's. That's a great choice. I was gonna go with Brenda Song. <laughs> God, I forgot about Brenda Song. Yeah, I had the like, hugest crush on. Brenda I know Brenda. Song. I know Brenda shit. Song is like a lot older, but I she feel like she could still look young. She can't be that much older. She's probably. like I think 20. she's like my age, like thirties, right? No, wait, she might be younger. She's. I think thir- she's my she age. Is, she's thirty. She is thirty. Okay, yeah. So she she can play young though. She looks twenty-ish. Yeah, but like then people will be like Brenda Song. Brenda Song, she's dating Macaulay Culkin. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Rex just did the Home Alone face. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on here. Wait a you goddamn minute. No. What do you mean I haven't heard? No. Where would I hear this? <laughs> so there was there was like a whole big meme about it where they were like Macaulay Culkin is out of his his like crackhead face because of Brenda Song. Brenda Song had that magic pussy. Oh, I thought like, they were just hanging out. Life. Shit, Macaulay yeah. Culkin's got pool, man. He had Melia Kunis. Now he's he dead. had Melia Kunis. Yeah, you didn't know he was Mila dating Melia Kunis. I did not know that, dude. All right, holy shit. Hey, Rex, how big? How big do you think it is, dude? Macaulay Culkin's probably packing, bro. Like he's probably got a nine, nine soft, nine soft, tan dick. Got muscles, has a job. Like his dick has a job independent of Macaulay Culkin. You know what I mean? Like he he does yeah. like he does stockbroking or some shit. <laughs> we have sorry. no idea. Why are we talking about Macaulay Culkin's dick? Anyway, I don't know. um. Sorry, Macaulay Culkin. Please come on the podcast. <laughs> Please. I'm but yeah, I think, I think Lana Condor would be a good Dana. Because Dana's like the very... She's like a cool chick. She's a mm-hmm. cool chick, but she's very supportive of Terry. And she worries about him. Which and is weird because like he's always ditching her and she doesn't know why. <laughs> she's like, why is he always going somewhere? And Max is just like, I don't know. I'm like, he's fucking Batman. But. Eventually, and, and eventually she does find out in the comic books. And then, for some reason, Terry's a fucking dick in the comic books. He cheats on Dana. <sighs> Isn't that fucked up? TV show Terry And she sees it. Dana. She sees it. And he tries to deny it. Ugh, uh, Terry. Terry. Terry, come on, you fucking asshole. Don't let those uh, Bruce traits sink through that hard, buddy. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so should we go with Max next? Yeah, we should go with Max next. Who did you? Okay. Who did you have for Max? I feel like the only person I could ever really go with with Max is uh, also this wonderful actress who's very beautiful. Like sometimes I can't even stop staring at her. I'm like looking at her right now. She's so beautiful, and it's Logan Browning from uh, uh, Dear White People. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she is pretty. She's scarily yeah. she's scary pretty. Like she does. She has like the human. witch eyes. She looks like a cat transformed did its best to transform into a human and now yeah. she just goes around seducing people. Oh seduce me. Seduce me, Logan Browning. Logan Browning, please don't seduce me. I'm scared. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um I just want to be a normal boy. Uh I was not gonna go with her though. Uh, an actress Ooh. that I saw recently. She's been in a few things, uh-huh. but um, most recently she's been making waves in a movie known as If Bill Street Could Talk, and her name is uh, Kiki Lane. Kiki she's Lane. She's a really good actress. She's a really good actress. How do you spell that? K-I-K-I Lane with a Y, L-A-Y-N-E. <laughs> Let me see. Ooh, really good actress. I like this um, dress she's wearing in her inst- on her uh, IMDb page. Uh, okay. <laughs> is it green? No, it's it's pink. Oh, is it at the the tiff whatever that is? Yeah. Huh, yeah, I could see her being that. I think she'd be really good. She's a really, she's a really good actress. She's f- not new, but she's relatively unknown. Um, I mean, she, oh, she only has eight credits. She's still new. Yeah, she's pretty. Three, new. four years in the industry. That's oh, pretty yeah. new. She's pretty new, but she's real good. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think she would uh, bring some life to the the funky sassiness that is Max. Who is also intelligent and witty and cunning and able to keep up with Bruce and Terry, even though it's not hard to keep up with Terry because he's not like he's smart, smart, but he's not he's not the he's not Bruce smart yet. Yeah, and, you not know, Bruce smart. Bruce is Bruce. It's Bruce. You know, it's Bruce. Come on. Yeah, it's Bruce. Uh, it's Bruce. It's that's Bruce. my Christopher Walken impression. It's Bruce. That's it's, not. That's a horrible impression. It's it's Bruce. <laughs> that was great. That was amazing. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I like that. I'll I'll go with Kiki Lane. I will go with Kiki Lane. Lit. All right. Uh, so next would be our Blight, oh, yeah. who is the uh, bad guy. He's a piece um, of shit businessman who gets radioactive superpowers and starts fighting against Batman and normal. Superhero Batman probably wouldn't fuck with Blight, but since Terry has his super suit that can protect him from radiation, it's all good. Plus, I it's think, in the future. I think regular Batman would have fucked around and fought Blight. He if probably he, had to. he probably would have made some sort of anti-radiation suit. Yeah, he's got contingency plans, but he always. Um, but. One of my favorite aspects about Blight is that he has, like, fake skin that always peels. And I'm just like, yo, that's fucking sick. Yeah, he's got to constantly reapply that shit because people going to know you got some radioactivity going on in you. I always thought that he was going to, like, because you, like, you, when you look at a TV show, especially when it's based on something else, you try to relate it back 
to whatever. And I always pictured him as being like re- related to Metallo for some mm-hmm. reason, just because. Yeah, yeah, I guess you know Metallo skull green shit. Like I was like, it made sense to me, but I was like, no, that's that's Superman's guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess, who'd you have? For- I guess oh wait, Metallo, no. Though. Should I go for first for Blight? Uh, yes. Okay, for Blight. I went with an actor that is very well known. Uh, his mm-hmm. name is Aiden Gillian. Aiden he is, Gillian. He is known for playing Littlefinger in Game of Thrones. Ah, Gillian. Okay, I know. I know Littlefinger. Littlefinger. Little piece Littlefinger. of shit. This motherfucker. When he, guys, spoilers for Game of Thrones. He dies. And Game of Thrones, and I was so happy about it. He earned it. Fuck him. Wait, did it? Wait, did you know that? No. <laughs> no. God damn it. I, I stopped watching Game of Thrones a long time oh, okay. ago. Just like, so you're not mad at me? No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Like I, I, I think who was it? Like one of the Sand Snakes died, and I was just like, I'm kind of done with Game of Thrones. I don't care anymore. Everyone is is just boring. <laughs> Every episode, I'm just like, someone's gonna get murdered. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. But yeah, I'm going with Gillian. Uh, no, his name is Aiden Gillian. I'm going with Aiden Gillian. Okay, um, sorry. Go ahead. It's, it's weird because I've seen him in so much stuff. Like, he's been in a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, a lot of shit. And he was in that King Arthur movie, and everyone's just like, what's Littlefinger doing in here? Because it's basically Littlefinger without, like, but on the good guy's side. Oh, oh shit, he was, he was in Shanghai, Shanghai Nights. Nights. What? <laughs> oh, you were thinking it too? Oh, my God. I was God. thinking the same exact thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm right. so sad that Shanghai Dawn never came out. <laughs> was that supposed to be a thing? <laughs> yeah, it was supposed I to be a thing. Know. Rex, you know so much I don't know. Uh, Dude, I remember being like, I watched that in like 2003. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, Jackie Chan's sister in that movie, or supposed to be Jackie Chan's sister, she was fine. Who's Jackie Chan's sister? Hold up. Uh, Fan Young? Wong? Fan Wong? Was that her name? I don't know. Let's say that. Maybe this is her. Uh, she played... Chong Wei's sister. Chong Wei. Does she have the name? No, she would be Chan Lin. So yeah, Fan yeah. Wong was Fan... Yeah. She was, she was pretty. She was fly. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember her now, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I like that choice, but here's my choice. Okay. Because okay. Blight, even though Bruce Tim always has this way of drawing his characters with really broad shoulders, you can tell who's scrawny and you can tell who's muscular. Mm-hmm. Blight is kind of muscular, so I went with someone that's that could be that could look very muscular, but also not. Not like intimidating muscular, so I went mm-hmm. with uh, Joel uh, Edgerton. Joel Edgerton from Warrior, uh, Black Mass. He was also in. Um, he was also in uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Joel, I'm just struggling to spell Joel. Joel Edgerton found him. Uh, oh, he was in Exodus: Gods and Kings. This guy is scary looking. It's something about people with like really chiseled faces and tiny eyes that just makes <laughs> like yeah I could see this guy being blight yeah I could definitely see this 
Yeah, he looks like a piece of shit. Like when you look at Littlefinger, you expect him to be a piece of shit. But I'm looking at this guy, and he's probably the nicest dude in the world. Shout out to Joel Edgerton if you ever yeah. listen to this. I'm sorry for calling you a piece of shit, but you. But look your like a fucking piece of shit, beetle, but your beady little eyes. Your beady little sinister eyes that hold hate and malice, and probably a little bit of radioactivity in it. You know what? You know what? I'm down with Joel Edgerton. Dope. Fun I'm fact. Uh, because uh, Aiden. Hold on. Who did Aiden uh, play? Okay. In what? Uh, Aiden Gillian played Bill in in King Arthur, uh, that new King Arthur movie in 2017. But Joel Edgerton played uh, uh, Gawain in King Arthur in 2004. Just thought that was fun. Damn. A little fun uh, thing right there. What is with all these King Arthur movies? Holy shit. Because it's a it's a op, open source, you could but anyone was, can make a King Arthur movie and a uh, Robin Hood movie, and that's why I'm saying we should have those two characters meet up. And fuck. No, I wasn't gonna say fuck. I, I was say like take oh, down an enemy, uh, but like if you yeah, want to do that, totally, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Merlin and shit, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, who do you want to do first, Terry or Bruce? I feel like we should do Terry. Eh, Terry's the main character, technically, so Bruce first, probably. Okay. So, when we started this off, we talked about Kevin Smith b- talking about bringing up Batman Beyond. And the reason why he did is because he feels like Michael Keaton now should play Bruce Bruce Wayne in the future. The future Bruce Wayne. Which would I think is perfect, and that's who I would want to go with is Michael Keaton, because actually that's my Batman. Like that's who I grew up like seeing as my first Batman. See, you're lucky because my first Batman was fucking Val Kilmer. Hey, you know so. what? He was a great Bruce Wayne. He I wasn't say. bad, but this is like, damn. There's a different Batman every movie. I mean, he. After after Michael Keaton, yeah, because Michael Keaton was Batman twice, twice, yeah, and then it was Val Kilmer, and that was and George then it Clooney, was George Clooney, and then it was uh, Christian Bale, Christian Bale, I think. and then it was Ben Affleck, yeah. and now it's but forever Kevin Conroy. Oh yeah, oh fuck! Did I ever tell you I met Kevin Conroy in person? I think you did. Yeah, it's the best. He's the nicest uh, dude. Um, but I, I say Michael Keaton. I think he's a great choice. Who did you, you said you had your, you had a different choice? Yeah, I did. Um, I was gonna go with Kevin Conroy actually. Really? Uh, yeah. But uh. I was like, oh man, like, could he be old Bruce? Yeah, he could fucking be old Bruce. I can see it. I can see it. But I went with another actor instead. Uh huh. Um, you know this actor. You love this actor. His name is Ian McShane. Ian McShane. He's the old dude from John Wick. Ah, uh, ooh. Because hmm. hmm. if you look at pictures of him when he was younger, mm-hmm. he looks like what you would think Bruce Wayne would look like, honestly. Yeah. And like if you like, dyed Ian his McShane. hair, yeah. Okay, I'll look at yeah, like, younger pictures yeah, of him right like, now. Like, I feel like him not being 
Bruce Wayne ever is a really missed opportunity. Yeah. But he was probably too young back then. God. He's so brooding and handsome. He is. I could see it. It's just the the accent would throw me off because I never... Every time I hear him, he always has an accent. Even in, like, what's it called? Uh, In... What was that Andy Samberg movie? Uh, Hot Rod? Uh, Hot Rod? Yeah. Yeah, he is an Hot Rod. (laughs) I feel like he has an accent in that movie still, too. But I would love to see that. Oh, but Michael Keaton's so perfect, too. You know what? We're going to have to make a poll about it. By the way. We're going to have to make a poll. Oh, we'll we'll do at the end. Uh, uh, The poll results of the last episode. Um, I didn't see it, so I have no clue. Okay, well, I'll tell you. Uh, so, uh, oh shit, is he? Ian McShane's in Hellboy. <laughs> He's in the new Hellboy. Oh my god, really? Yeah, he, if you look on his IMDb page, it's like the first picture. Hi, I'm Ian McShane, and I'm from Ireland. No, he's English. He's English. He's English. Never mind. Damn, I heard the McShane, and I was like, oh, he's Irish. No, he's not. Uh, his dad's from Scotland, though, so there we go. I was close enough. My name's Ian McShane, and I'm gonna punch you in the face. I'm gonna punch you in the face. I'm gonna put you in the face. I'm gonna fucking kick your arse. Arse. Why do, why do people over there spell ass with an R <laughs> and an E? I don't know. A R. We are deviating from the point. Hold on. Okay. Uh, but Ian McShane versus um the OG, not the oldest G, but the the OG Batman. Yeah. Of uh, and Michael Keaton. I have been I have been I have been better about the polls. So get ready to see that poll, and we're gonna let you guys decide who you think should play it. Oh hell yeah, pimp! And yeah. finally, we're gonna right. get to Terrence. I think that's his whole name, Terry McGinnis. Terry McGinnis. Terrence McGinnis. I like Terry. That comes off the tongue a little bit more. Um, Let's see. So, I just went really basic with it. Someone that's young. uh, Very well known. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's just in a lot. He's just... He doesn't do a lot. But, Mm -hmm. when he's in something, you're just like, Oh yeah, I know who that kid is. And it's uh, Tyler Posey. I don't know. I had it because I looked at Tyler Posey earlier today, and I was like, "Hmm, Tyler Posey." You're just and like I that jaw. <laughs> the jaw throws me off super hard. Nothing against him. Yeah, he's not an ugly guy, but it's, well, something about his jaw. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You uh, shout out Tyler Posey if you ever want to be on the shit. Come on. Um, his jaw just throws me off super hard. Yeah. And I was looking at him and I was looking at uh I was uh, looking at him, I was looking at her, she was looking at me, we were looking at us. What we're gonna be is all a dream. He's that's, got a sleeve tattoo now. Uh that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's looking badass these days. He used to date Bella Thorne. Interesting. Oh that's weird. <laughs> Uh, I was looking at him, and I was looking at uh, his buddy. Uh, God, what is his name? We picked him for Mr. Fantastic. Um, oh, uh, 
Oh, uh, Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. I was looking at him too because I was like, he would be a good Terry. Dylan O'Brien has just like a great body for uh, Terry McGinnis. He's got the eyes. He's like blue eyed, dark hair. He's perfect. He's too handsome. Um, he's too handsome. That's why I didn't go with him. Uh-huh. Uh I went with a different guy who's been in. The, he's been like on the rise recently. Ooh. Uh, most recently, he's been in uh, movies like Everything, Everything, and The Fifth Wave. Uh, he's he was also in Jurassic World back in 2015, and he was also in Love Simon. And his name is Nick Robinson. Ah, I know who you're talking about. He plays angry teenager. Yeah, good. He I does. Think his I just have the feeling that he might look too innocent to be like a punk like Terry McGinnis. But when honestly, if you look at Terry, like he's got these boyish good looks about him. Yeah. He he he's got this face where you would be like, oh, that kid would never cause trouble. And then you see him in the streets punching out gang members, and you're like, oh shit, that kid's wild. And I feel like he could really convey that with how like innocent he looks and then he's like going out and getting into fucking street fights Ugh. there's a picture of him uh, of Nick Robinson in the Kings of Summer where he has a mustache and it's not very good it's like my level of mustache <laughs> no, oh it's, no no it's, it's it's better than my mustache <laughs> I was gonna say cause your mustache is the good fucking lord he looks terrible with a mustache on his face I don't think this is real. I don't it's think not. you can actually grow a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so um, either. He, oh god. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna say something really nice. I was gonna say you have like the greatest mustache because it's the reverse Hitler. God. But that doesn't sound like a good thing to say, <laughs> you dick. Hey, anything that's not Hitler is pretty good, bud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Um, but yeah, I was gonna go with Nick Robinson. Just uh, you know, you know, he looks like he could. He look. He looks like a good guy going down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. Who needs a who needs a good redemption story? All right. Looks like we are tossing this one up again, baby. Oh boy. Two two polls this episode. Uh, for Terry McGinnis, we're gonna. For it's gonna be Nick Robinson and Tyler Posey. Who do you guys think it should be? Hey guys, if, I'm just I'm not gonna you know try to convince you of anything, but if you want to vote Nick Robinson, you know. But we you know we all love yeah. Tyler Posey. We all love Tyler Posey, but like, if you want to yeah. vote for Nick. But, Robinson, by the way, Rex, we just made it in 30 minutes. We just finished Boom. our guesting in 30 minutes. Bam, Bam. bitches, how you like them snapples? So, so now we're just going to go into quick nerd news. Okay. All right. So, Rex, do you have anything in nerd news? Resident Evil 2 remake came out Friday. And I have been watching people play that game and it's amazing i wish that i could play it i will never would have played resident evil 2 as a kid even though i had the game because i didn't want to be scared <laughs> a huge coward yeah but 
I watched my older cousins play it, and it scared the shit out of me, and it brought back old memories. And the universe has this weird way of, like, showing its approval for things by, like, certain instances happening coincidentally at the same time as this happening. Like, Resident Evil 2 comes out same day as DMX getting released from prison. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why that's important is because there is a character in Resident Evil 2 his name there it's he's called a tyrant but his nickname is mr x mm. and what he does is he shows the fuck up out of nowhere and he will follow you from room to room trying to kill you okay and i don't like that it's very terrifying because he you can literally hear him walking and opening doors zombies can't really open doors in this game there are some who can they'll jiggle the handle and burst through eventually but most of the time they are confined to the room or the hallway that they're in mr x will walk up to a door open it zombies can't climb ladders mr x will climb a fucking ladder after you like he it's bad and when you watch and when i was watching it on twitch all i saw was like either the words he's coming Mm -hmm. or x gonna give it to you (laughs) okay same day as dmx gets out of jail shout out to the universe for being the universe shout out shout out dmx um my that was a loud guffaw, by the way, coming out of my boy, out of my mouth. Uh, that just that gives that gives me tingles thinking about like a zombie type person just jiggling, like opening doors to get to you. I yeah. don't know why he he doesn't even jiggle. He just opens them, and he's tall as fuck. So you just see this cloaked figure duck under a door and start walking towards you slowly, mm. and he does not stop. And it's fucking ridiculous because you can't you can't kill him. Like as much as you shoot him, he won't even get angry that you shot him and run towards you. He just keeps walking towards you because you're such a non-threat. And it's crazy, like the shit you see him do in the game. Like there's a point in the game. I don't want to spoil it for any. Fuck it. Uh, there's it's so minuscule. There's a point in the game where he literally reaches through a wall. He bursts his hand through a wall, grabs someone's face drags them along the wall with his hand like his arm bursting through the wall and crushes their face mm-hmm. in front of you and there's nothing you can do about it and it's the mo- it's like it's super intimidating and it gives me hope because like the Resident Evil games are super like they they're they were super popular they still are and mm-hmm. but they have this cult like following behind them especially the like first 3 and if they do, if they give, like, the third game the same treatment as they gave this game, then it's got an even bigger potential for greatness just because in that game, that, in, like, Mr. X is a small portion of Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. There is, a, like, Resident Evil 3, it is literally a character, his name is Nemesis, and yeah. the whole game he's following you around and you run into him every so often you never know when you're going to run into him except for certain intervals but like you'll just be doing stuff trying to solve puzzles or whatever he will show the fuck up and it's the entire game is like that so i don't like that at all it's fucking horrifying (laughs) i can't wait 
because I know because I know this game is gonna it's it's getting rave reviews. I'm pretty sure it's selling like hotcakes. Good. They're they're gonna have to do remake three probably. So yeah. the, I, we shall see. So they're not even gonna make any new games. They're just gonna remake the games from now on. Honestly, I'm down for that shit because a lot of the stuff in the like that was made in the '90s. It was so far ahead of its time, but yeah. the technology it was confined to wasn't up to snuff. Yeah. So, like, because they're, they're remaking Final Fantasy VII as well. Yeah. Which is, uh, the, it's either the most popular or the second most popular. Well, it's, it's up to peak. There's, there's like 15 Final Fantasy games. Everyone has their opinion. But, like, seven was the big one. Because yeah. it was the first one in 3D. Uh, I need to, I'm talking too much about this, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and a uh, some nerdy news right here. Uh, got a little upset about this. It was about uh, Bill Maher. Did you hear about this? Bill Maher, no. Uh, what so, did he do? So Bill Maher recently, when uh, Stanley had passed away, he was talking shit about people that were sad because Stanley passed away. Ah. And then recently he brought it up again and he said, you can if you want like the exact same things like you liked when you were 10 but if you do you need to grow up that was the point of my blog i'm not glad stanley is dead i'm sad you're alive by the way if someone says you're being childish and you react by throwing a tantrum you're not iron man you're irony man let me tell you people were pissed about this post i wasn't even aware i ruffled so many capes until i saw 40,000 twitter followers unfollowing me like that and he snapped what do you think about that? I think that Bill Maher is... Uh, how do I say this? I don't have to say it nicely. Uh, Bill Maher is a comedian. He's one of those comedians, though. You know, The comedians whose opinions never really mattered. There was a point in time where people thought that their opinions mattered. Mm-hmm. And they got this overinflated sense of self-importance. Mm-hmm. So now he thinks that everything that he says matters, and people get upset about the thing that he things that he says. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, he's doing it the same reason that Piers Morgan does the shit that he does on yeah. Twitter and all that shit because he's old. Yeah, <laughs> his time is it's it it ended a while ago. Yeah. And he's still clinging on to his sporadic 15 seconds of fame. Mm -hmm. So anything that Bill Maher has to say, I don't give a shit because fuck Bill Maher. Yeah. (laughs) Like straight like that. Like who cares? It's fucking Bill. Like if you were like, oh, Bill Maher said this and I'm going to be like, all right. You know what the thing is? It's like he cares so much about it. He's continuing because oh, he yeah. said this way before. Stanley has passed away. What, like a month or two ago? Yeah, it's been months now. People, people and... moved on. No one's really talked about it, and he brought it up recently about it again. So it's really bothering him so much. It's like when people are saying, "Like, oh, you're a snowflake," and then when you call them out on something, they get angry about it, and then they're but you're just, just you're the snowflake. You're stuff. Everyone's a snowflake. Everyone has emotion is emotional about certain things. So. Yeah, we're all unique. Yeah. Bitch. It's almost like we're human. <laughs> and we have feelings about Fe- things. Feelings? Feelings. Uh, but yeah, uh, also, 
one last thing I wanted to bring up. What did you think about John Cryer playing Luke's Lex Luthor in the Supergirl TV show? And what do you think weird. about his look? It's really weird because I don't look like when I look at John Cryer, I think like tiny little weasel man. <laughs> uh huh. And when I look at Lex Luthor, I think of like I think of like Lex Luthor from like Superman. The cartoon yeah. show or Justice League, who like let's be honest, Lex Luthor in those in those cartoon shows, he he is definitely he's not white, he is light skin. Yeah, let's be oh, honest. Oh, definitely, definitely, almost looks, maybe Hispanic. He gives me vague like he makes me, whenever I think of that Lex Luthor for whatever reason I think of O.J. Simpson. I don't know why. But he's that menacing. OJ scares me. Yeah. <laughs> Something's wrong with OJ, OJ. Don't come on the show. <laughs> Please don't come on the show, OJ. I don't want you to be here. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the same way I feel. I feel like I don't know how John Cryer is going to play it, but I always feel like I'm always afraid of Lex Luthor when he talks. Yeah. Um, because he's he's your, he's your worst nightmare. He's 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 a He's a businessman. He's a smart businessman. He pulled he pulled the Trump before Trump pulled up Trump. Basically. He was president. Um he, they warned us about this shit. They did. Uh the new super the new cartoon animated DC cartoons, they make Lex Luthor sound like such a bitch though. That sucks. Yeah. I mean he's still smart, but he just sounds like a little bitch like his voice. I guess no. the older, like, Justice, not Justice League, uh, the Super Friends Lex Luthor kind of sounded like a bitch. Yeah. Like, Hi, I'm Lex Luthor! It's yeah. almost, it's almost like that. It, currently, uh-huh. it's almost like that. It's, it's troublesome. I like the, like, smooth, cunning villains of the 90s. Yeah. Lex Luthor in the animated Tim, Bruce Tim, uh, stuff is just so, he's so smooth. He he is probably light skin. He's he's light. He's like a real. He's he's black. <laughs> Let's just say he's it. black. Let's just be. He's he's black. No one no one can be that smooth and that smart and be just a, a regular white person. Like come on. I'm trying to think of someone right now. No. Nah. Anyone who can is dead already. And they probably died for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got for nerdy news. You got anything else? Uh, Dragon Ball Super Brawly came out. I still gotta see it. Everybody's seen it but me. I'm gonna go see it soon. And then we'll probably Uh, do an episode about it. We'll probably do an episode about it because I'm hearing good shit about it. Yeah. And I gotta Uh, see that. Ooh, that's so Oh, uh, we did do one more thing, which was, uh, I I messaged Rex about this, but Ernie Hudson has not been reached out about the new, uh, Ghostbusters movie coming out, so... Which is horseshit. It's horseshit. He should be part of it. If he's not... You know what? If he's not a part of it, he needs to be mentioned at least, but if he's not a part of it, none of the others should be a part of it either. Mm-hmm. And Bill I'm pretty Murray, sure that Bill Murray... I think I don't think Bill Murray wants to be a part of it because he's already gone out on a limb to say if y'all make a sequel to those movies, I better be fucking dead because I don't want to be in them. Mm-hmm. And Dan Aykroyd could be a ghost, and I think or, Harold. Or Davis he could just be already, his dick sucked so. by that same ghost from the third, the second movie, or the first movie. Dude, he could be a ghost dating that ghost from the. That'd be nice. Whatever movie, they 
like, oh, we're together now. We're ghosts. We fuck. Mm. Ghost fuckers. Oh God. Ooh, what if it's Dan Aykroyd is the bad go- bad guy ghost, and he in the beginning of the movie he kills, uh, Ray. Ray. Uh, Bill Murray's oh, character. Oh, Bill. Yeah, yeah. He kills Bill and Ernie. Yeah, that'd be oh. dope. Like you just see like a you just see a POV shot of of uh, Bill Murray running away, scared. I watched Ghostbusters again recently, and God, that's a good movie. Did you like two? No. <laughs> I think we I talked about not. this. I like two. <laughs> I did not like two. I think two's not bad, but I, it's not It's not the follow-up you're looking for for a Ghostbusters movie. I like, like the... Oh, man, like we the saved the world. I like that Statue of Liberty scene. Your love keeps lifting me. Keeps all lifted. Oh, God, that did happen, didn't it? Yeah. Shit. I guess nothing will ever really live up to the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. It really will. That's such a good. That's a. That was a great scene and ahead of its time. It's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I'm surprised that that didn't become like a brand of marshmallows after that. Yeah. Unfortunate. I did like the homage that they did to that character in the new one too. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Shout out to Ghostbusters. All right, guys. Uh, Rex, what are you watching? What are you enjoying this week? Dude, I'm watching so much shit. Like, most of it's anime. Yeah. <laughs> um, recently, like, you know, I've talked about JoJo. No need to talk about that. I've talked about that time I got reincarnated as a slime. No need to talk about that. There's this new show out, though, uh-huh. that I think you would probably be interested in called The Promised Neverland. Ooh. And it's this show about these children who live in an orphanage, and all of them have... A varying degree of intelligence and physical prowess and it's shown by them like going to class and playing tag with one another and there are these three kids who are like the top of the orphanage like they're the smartest they're the most like athletic things like mm-hmm. that and every so often a child will get adopted and they'll you know leave and you know Usually the child is like, I'll write you all because they're, they've all lived together. Like these children have been there since they were babies mm-hmm. and they're raised here. So they're like family. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't want to spoil the first episode. I'm not going to spoil it, okay. but they find out that, uh, after one of the children gets adopted and they leave something behind to bring it to them. They find out that their entire lives may not be what they thought it was. Okay. And there is probably something much, not even probably, there is something much, much more sinister going on concerning their lives and their existence. Sounds great. Can't wait to watch it. It's three episodes in. This is a, it's based on a manga that is made for boys between the age of 10 and 15 are there titties it in does, it I'm guessing no there are no titties wow. in it there are no there's no fan service in this whatsoever this thing is 100% a psychological thriller oh shit okay it is it is it's good i would i would definitely tell you to check it out it's on hulu and crunchyroll if you have that it's only 3 episodes right now but it brings the suspense real hard what's it called one more time it's called The Promised Neverland. The Promised Neverland. Check it out. Yes. 
Uh, recently, I've been watching a lot of Drunk History. Uh, to the point where I brought this up to Rex that I want to do some bonus episodes on our Patreon, which I will get set up set up this sometime this week, uh, where we do drunk comic book readings almost. Basically, we're, we're going to read comic book story arcs, get <laughs> drunk, and then try to remember them. This is going to be a fun time. It would be. Uh, and then one of us will be sober, the other person will be drunk. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I feel like we need a third person here to moderate what's going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to have a third person. We'll always have like a special Oof. guest with that. Um, uh, but that's it. Re- you guys can find Rex at R-E-X-T-E-S-T-A-R-O-S-S-A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I'm not actually wondering if that's true. You got it right. Okay, right. fuck. Yeah. That was, I did so fast. I was like, did I do it right? Uh, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, and guys, just follow him. One of the funniest dudes I know. Always killing it with the jokes. Always killing it with the TikToks on, on Twitter. Oh, shut the fuck up. By the way, I was supposed to do uh, a video with that kid from TikTok that I know. Mm. But I can't do it because it's my grandfather's birthday. We had to celebrate here at at the house. So, uh, family, family before fame. True, true. It's sad. You could be like grandpa. I want to be there for your birthday. Well, but he's also my grandfather. Rest in peace. Is is long past, but you gotta respect the family still. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. I feel you. So he's gonna be judging me from heaven if uh if I don't if I'm not there. He's like, you, you're not at the party? You're trying to be famous? <laughs> Fucking asshole. But yeah, you can follow Jonas Draws at J-O-N-A-S-T-Y-D-R-A-W-Z on Twitter and Instagram. He does art. He does sexual hips gyrating. You want to dance with him? Meet him on Tuesday. You want to draw him from him? Commission some. And you'll but, pay for it, and he'll get it to you. By the way, uh, Daily Draw February is coming up, and I'm going to be doing... Uh, older cartoon characters, a re, like a redesign of them, basically. Yeah. So I did Johnny, I did Johnny Bravo. If you didn't see, I did, did Johnny Bravo recently. Posted it yesterday. And I was like, let me just do old cartoons for Daily Draw February. So that's what you should Bitch. expect, guys. Yo, follow them. Check out the daily content of older drawings of cartoon characters. And you know you want it. Yeah. Hey guys, you know what? Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes uh, and on Spreaker. I'm going to be trying to work, get us to be uh, getting onto uh, what's that one? Stitcher? Spotify. Spotify. Uh, Spotify and iHeartRadio. We'll see if we can get on those as well. Um, but other than that, I think we're done. Rex? Hey, everybody. We appreciate you coming and listening to the podcast today. Wasting a couple of minutes of your time listening to two weirdos talk about old TV shows from the mid-2000s, early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, if you heard something today that you agreed with, you know, cool, let us know how you felt. If you heard something today that you didn't really agree with, you know, share your opinions because we care about those and we know, know, we want to know what you think. But if you heard something today that absolutely blew your mother flip flangling mine, I hope your wig didn't get flipped. <laughs>
You have just finished listening to the Universe According to Rex and Jonas. It is created by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, hosted by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, edited by Jonas Robinette, with help by audio producer Kyle C. Kelly.